If you want to be liked by people, you need to be likable. You need to be pleasant to be with. Well, the same rule applies for the most important relationship of them all. The relationship that you have with yourself. Hi, hope you're well. This is PD at the Art of Self-Development. This episode is for everyone interested in ideas and practical tools to develop the most useful skills for yourself and for the people you care about. We have this idea. In Western countries, in democracies, in developed countries, that human life is priceless, it's invaluable, and that fundamentally, intrinsically, we are all equal. Everybody's life has value that cannot be quantified, and it is equal to everybody else's value. This is a basic principle that our societies operate on, a divine principle, if you will, because there's nothing real about it. I don't think you would find that in any other species in nature. And in that sense, it is not real. It doesn't exist. This idea of equality, of inherent value, is not real, but it is one of the things that makes us better that is very valuable because it is not real, because we can agree on it, we can accept it, and in ideal situations, we can act on it. This episode will be about self-esteem, or self-worth as it is perceived by ourselves, how we think of ourselves, what mental picture we carry around of who we are, what we have achieved, and what we can achieve, what our potential is. Because these things are closely related. It's really difficult to achieve amazing things if your self-image is not good enough. It'll make it really difficult. Unnecessarily, I think. Because there are always physical limitations to what we can do. We can't do everything in life, literally. But there's so much we can do as people who don't limit themselves unnecessarily. And we all do that day in and day out. In so many ways, it's not even funny. So that idea of intrinsic value to human life and of equality, while it is artificial, it kind of is the easiest way. It's one of the stepping stones for people in general to be healthy psychologically because we don't need to fight each other as much and we can feel more free to explore our possibilities and the skills we need to develop to do what we want in life. So we can do stuff without fighting everybody else necessarily and we can take pride for the achievements that we've made which is also something to be kept in mind when our self-esteem takes a hit. One of the best things that I found of keeping yourself confident and with high self-esteem is to look back 
at your achievements in life because we don't naturally do that. We're not programmed to look at our strengths as much as our weaknesses. We focus on the bad things in life in general. We focus on what might be dangerous, what might kill you. When there is something that's not bad, that in fact is very good, that's the least of our focus. Because there is nothing to be done or overcome. No danger to be avoided. So one of the things that come with living in modern society is shifting our focus from where it naturally is in an environment that is dangerous, that has major risks to our well-being and to our lives, to focusing more on what we have achieved and what we can achieve in the future. Because past achievements can build new ones, can lead to new ones. If we understand how we did things right in the past, what our strengths are, what we like to do, and what our natural inclinations, gifts and talents are. Because a human being is a complicated thing. We think of ourselves sometimes as if we are one person, one entity, one consciousness. But if you really think about it, there is so much more to it. Our attention gets fractured, and there are different things that we can want to do, to get, to avoid at any given time. So we're more like this loose compilation of things rather than one person. There are always competing forces, things happening at the same time, struggling against each other, struggling for our attention, our motivation. There may be a part of you that thinks it would be better not to achieve because then you won't be visible as much. Maybe you won't be the subject of envy or anger of other people. Because our weaknesses as well as our strengths will be more visible. But the fact is, the more we can overcome these limitations that we enforce ourselves by our own volition, the better off we will be in the long run. Because deep down, we know when we are doing less than our best. We don't like ourselves when we do that. We can feel it. So that, while it is very useful to be humble about things, it's one of the more useful traits. Believe it or not, curiously, that humility should not go as far as putting yourself down. Humility is useful because it can allow us not to worry too much. Because when you're humble, you accept you're not necessarily more important than other people. That's kind of not the point. The point is to get out of your own way in order to be free to do what you want. That is the practical use of humility. And I try to practice humility daily. It's one of the most important things to achieve success that I know of. As paradoxical as this might sound, humility is seeing yourself in your place 
while respecting other people. Ultimately, not allowing your ego to get in the way. By telling you that you're the most important person in the world, or that you're the least important one. This is also a paradox, because we often think that the egotistical person is the one who thinks they're the best. But it's not true. It really is the person who thinks they're special. It's the person who thinks they're the worst as much as the person who thinks they're the best. Both can get in the way. And when you're the most important person in the world, it really puts a lot of pressure on what you do day in and day out. And whether or not the way you're perceived matches that. This is why I prefer to be humble. It's very enlightening in its own way. If you wanted to take a more spiritual perspective, I think the journey to maturity is from having a big ego that makes you think you're important and special to almost having no ego by being humble and connected and finally developing a flexible one where you understand the real importance not as the center of the universe where everything revolves around you not as a speck of dust or of seven billion dusts or eight billion nowadays but more of as a node as a connection point between a bunch of other specks of dust where together we are creating something more than the sum of the parts so take pride in your achievements knowing you're a piece of the puzzle in the bigger scheme of things that will benefit from you doing your best and doing what it takes to allow you to do your best or you take good care of yourself mentally, physically and spiritually if that is important to you. Take pride in your achievements. In fact, remind yourself often. It is one of the ways I like to start my day to think of either what I'm grateful for, what is good in my life, or what I have achieved so far that really is important to me, that made a difference. Because seeing your past successes tells your mind what you can do, especially when you're feeling down, realizing that you can achieve, seeing it, having the evidence, can help us achieve more. And when we feel inadequate, when we feel self-conscious, that is a lesson in and of itself. It teaches us what our weaknesses are, and that is both in what we're not good at yet, any inadequacy that you feel you might have. It can show you what skill you might need to develop. But at the same time, oftentimes we're overly focused on weaknesses or perceived weaknesses. And when we've licked those weaknesses, oftentimes it is a change of focus that can give us the most. From us and our weaknesses, from our weaknesses to our strengths, from ourselves 
to the larger whole. That'll do the trick. So appreciate where you're at, warts and all. Appreciate where you've got, where the next stop is, what skills you might need to develop. And appreciate the strategies that you might employ to get there. Be compassionate towards yourself. That is one of the more difficult things for most of us, I think. We can be compassionate to another person who's struggling. We find that easy, somehow. Most of us don't treat ourselves quite as nicely. If you could see another person who's in your place, having achieved what do you have, and struggling to achieve more, how would you think and feel about that person? Would you be encouraging more than you are towards yourself? Because you deserve that same compassion, that same support, that any of your friends does. It's another little trick to put things in perspective. Because good self-esteem is important. It's the foundation for how we feel, how we act, what decisions we make, how we respect ourselves. If you have good self-esteem and self-respect, you will make the best decisions. You'll do things that are good for you and for other people. You won't have those tiny voices telling you you should do this or that. You know what you need to do. Because that healthy foundation gives you the clarity to know what to do at a given time without worrying about what you think other people think you should do or what you should do to avoid something that you think might happen that won't even happen. So there's a lesson in self-acceptance, in appreciating ourselves exactly as we are in being compassionate with ourselves. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Maybe you have the experience, if you're a little bit on the negativistic side, as I can be, where you think there's something about you that other people might not like, that is completely random, other people cannot see it. But you focus on it so much, you think other people dislike or even reject you. And you create the behaviors. Maybe you're not acting sociable. And whatever happens, you will take it to mean something negative. And then you create the fact of being disliked or not accepted. Only as a result of the belief that you started with. Other people had nothing to do with it. We do the same thing with positive, healthy expectations as well. Whether you like yourself or dislike yourself, that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And if you feel very strongly, either way, it'll create the results that you expect. So it is perfectly fine to have some things about us that we maybe don't like as much in order to improve them, if these are real flaws. But ultimately, we're better off accepting ourselves, in fact, loving and appreciating ourselves exactly as we are. This is kind of a paradox in self-help, if you will, or self-development. 
Because if there's an imperfection, what should you do with it? Should you love yourself the way you are exactly and have that be it? Or do you improve it? I think there's no easy answer to that. Because we kind of want to do both. Without strong extremes. But the acceptance as the starting point really is important. So it's important to allow ourselves to appreciate what we like about ourselves. What makes us who we are. It's important to take a break, to pause every now and then, to remind ourselves what we like, what we dislike, what we find inspiring. What are the things that you do that make you feel really good about yourself? What are the things that you do that don't do that? And why do you keep doing them? And when you find something you don't like as much, appreciate it. Appreciate that you have this part of yourself that gives you the raw material for the next leg of your journey, that gives you the fuel, the raw material, because you see something to be improved. Knowing that it's true that, on the one hand, there are things to be improved, there are things that are imperfect. And that is their biggest gift. Because it makes you who you are. And equally as importantly, it makes you who you are becoming. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Art of Self-Development. Remember that learning is a change of behavior. Any positive change you make and keep has a cumulative effect that'll make your life even better. If you found anything useful or interesting in this episode, please share it with your friends. You can reach me at pdartofsd at gmail.com. Talk to you again soon. In the meantime, leave the world a little better than you found it. Thank you.